Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. We are going to bring on Shay in just a second here. We're talking about six-figure freaking weekends and live events, and you do not want to miss a single part of this. Shay has so much experience, and gosh, this could transform everything for you in your career, okay? So stay tuned. I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self, particularly you're tuning in here today, most likely to learn about retreats, live events, and growing yourself. So thanks for being here. And if there's anything I could do to support you, whether it's encouraging you to take the next steps with someone like Shay, who can help you get to where you want to go, keep tuning into the marathon. If you want to be a guest on the upcoming mar- on the upcoming marathon, would love to talk to you about that. Uh, launching your podcast, anything I could do to support, let me know. I am here for you. Okay. The next thing is going to be the iTunes review of the week. And this week it's by Jen Hudgens. Jen says, this podcast is so motivating. I love the caliber of guests and the energy Chris brings to the show each and every time. Thank you so much, Jen. I appreciate you, and uh, if you want to get a chance to get shouted out on a future marathon, go to beergpscom forward slash iTunes, or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self, or just Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review, and let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you, okay? Thanks for being here. Okay, I'm going to introduce Shay in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready, take notes, because this is the gold that you have been waiting for. Let's introduce Shay, and then we'll bring her on. Shay Wheat is a certified inner national event producer, speaker, and creator of popular programs such as the Powerful Event Process and the Ultimate Event Planner Certification Program. Producing events as large as 800 attendees, managing more than 70 plus speakers, and collaborates with many well-known celebrities such as Dr. Oz, Lisa Oz, Lisa Nichols, Martha Stewart, Bill Barron, Josh Turner, and many Others, she has assisted speak to sell clients to be extremely profitable in their events, generating over $2 million in one three-day event, and another generated $150,000 with just 20 people in the room. Shaywe International handles all planning, execution, and implementation of events to create high, thrilling, revenue-generating, and exciting events for attendees. And we are blessed to have Shay with us here today. Shay, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? the house. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. We're going to have a blast. Thank you so much for being here. And today's theme, we're going to dive right in is transformational travel. Shay, what does that mean to you? Oh, well, I'm a big, huge fan of travel. And I think that's probably why I'm a certified event producer because I get to travel all over the world. (laughs) So uh, travel for me is all about experiences, right? So when you have somebody that's interested in an experience, in a retreat, in traveling, you get to incorporate all of the things that are surrounding you in that experience into your program into what you're bringing to the attendees, into just their world and their experience as a whole. 
So that's one of the reasons why I love travel, why it's so experiential. And with that, it's also transformational. Mm, it's like you get to put all these pieces of the puzzle together in whatever way you want. It's creating a masterpiece, an artist, taking all the colors, a chef, taking all the different ingredients and seeing hey, what can we create with mm. this and, and input it and create a, a transformational, destiny-changing, life-altering output. And like, what a what a beautiful experience that that is. <laughs> right. And if you're somebody that enjoys white sandy beaches, why not go right. somewhere that you want to go to? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is awesome. So for everyone who's just getting connected with you, you're putting on epic events, teaching other people how to do it. Tell us a little bit more about what you do and how you serve your clients. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I run a lot of events for speakers, coaches, and um, experts that have have kind of come to the point where they're going. You know what? I'm I'm tired of the one-on-ones conversations. I'm you know filling my programs, my packages, and I need a way to like leverage what it is that I'm doing because there's such a message inside of me. I'm not reaching and touching enough people with this message. So they start to take a look at how can I leverage my time, my energy, my efforts into something to have a bigger footprint, a bigger stage that I can step onto. Yes. Well, events are those stages. <laughs> so um, I assist them to take a look at, you know, all of the the fun things that they don't want to take a look at, right? And when I say fun things, <laughs> fun. <laughs> fun things. <laughs> it's all the logistics, right? Yeah. It's like the negotiations with hotels and venues and retreat centers and, you know, how is the team going to show up and how do we interact and how are we filling the room and, you know, what's happening for lunch and <laughs> all of those behind the, the scenes. Details. It's the details. It's the little details. details. Yeah. Yeah. They're super important because mm-hmm. you want your event to go uh, very smoothly, to, mm-hmm. to go with grace and ease. Mm-hmm. Because most people that I work with, they're visionaries. They're transformational leaders, right? They have a message in them and their talent and their gifts and their genius is not to be hanging out in those details. Nope. It's to show up on stage. So I pull out all of those details so they can be in their genius zone and doing what they do best up on stage. I love it. And, and I think it's such a blessing to provide for these coaches and, you know, people who are like, I know I can make a bigger impact. I know that I'm meant for more. I know that my my brand can grow and we can like really just take this to the whole next level, but not knowing how or having the doubts or not having systems and processes in place, mm-hmm. not having someone who, who can coach them through that, you know, that's that can be the sticking point. That can be the block. So I think what you're doing is, you know, really un, uncorking. untapping people's potential so that they can really shine they can serve their clients their tribe and their community at such a deeper level than just like online which is great one-on-one calls great but events are just next level yeah they really are and i mean events are also one of the fastest ways for people to get to know like and trust you right like they're when you're in person there's just something a little bit more you're like in a different emotional state, right? They're, they're having a highly experiential bond with you. Mm -hmm. So like you said, it's not just over the phone. It's not over the web. It's just dramatically different when you're in person and you're on stage and you're like toes to toes. And it's like, you can connect with them at a totally different level. And that's why events are so important. Uh, I like to relate it to 
you know, let's say you go and pick up a, a CD or you buy some songs on iTunes or what have you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody could buy all of the songs they ever wanted, why would they go to concerts? Mm-hmm. Events are the same way, wow. right? Mm-hmm. They can meet you and they can see you online and you can be doing your Facebook lives and all of that fun stuff, but people still want access to you. Mm-hmm. And so the closer they get to you, the more experiential it is, also allows you to have the ability to then continue the conversation and offer programs and packages to assist them with the pain points that they have. Mm, mm, so gold. Shay, this is awesome. <laughs> okay. So we're already already getting some really great tips and you know information about events. I want to go back into your journey and yeah. talk about what got you into event producing. Tell us how that happened. <laughs> Well, let's see. Um, how far back do you want to go? No. <laughs> um, I think I've, I've, if I really look at it, I've always been a part of events. Yeah. Um, you know, like in high school, I was in student government and we were putting That's on awesome. events there. And then I went towards college and, you know, I would, I'm like, okay, I want to go to like a personal development event and, mm-hmm. you know, reading the books. Then I started to learn more about business and, And really kind of the turning point for me was Mm -hmm. I was um, in a direct sales network marketing company. And a part of that is like you're constantly working on yourself. So I had come across an event that was being um, hosted by the first lady of California at the time, uh, Maria Shriver. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, this is epic. I want to go. Oh, wait, Uh, 14,000 tickets sold out in 14 minutes how am I going to go? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm volunteering. Yes. And so I, I volunteered and I'm like, this is epic. I can, I can do this some more, right? Yeah, yeah. Show up, be of service, still oh learn the gosh. content, be a part of behind the scenes, wow. it's which so I love. It's so fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love it. Like you, you just get to feel like so much more a part of mm-hmm. that experience and making sure the attendees are, you know, taken care of. And you're like, Hey, I was one of the people who made this, this event happen and made these people feel great and feel like mm-hmm. they were, they were here, they belonged and they, that they mattered, you know, it's such, so fulfilling. Yeah. Well, and, and just like that. So I was, I was behind the scenes. I was in the speaker tent and they were like, oh, you can take a break. We don't need you right now. I'm like, okay. Um, and I saw a woman walking around with like one of those, those big old casts, like a boot uh-huh. cast. And I'm like, do you need help getting to your seat? Like, I didn't know who she was, but I'm just like, you, you need help. <laughs> She's like, that would be amazing. Yes. So I'm like pushing people out of the way and getting her to her seat. And I was like, awesome, here you go. And she's like, hey, do you want to hang out with us for a little bit? Uh, I was like, well, yeah, they don't need me right now. That would be cool. Thank you. And she's like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Saval Oz. I'm Dr. Oz's sister. And this is Donna Karen from DKNY. And I'm like, (laughs) uh, you know, and I'm like 20 or something, you know, like, oh my God, God, is this happening right now? (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of funny to then have it come full circle on me a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. I volunteered for the women's conference a number of years. And then I was doing a speaking engagement, mm-hmm. um, messing around with the guy that had my microphone. I'm like, hey, dude, don't go spitting on my mic. And he's like, you're funny. Who are you? You know? <laughs> 
And it turned out it was um, like the head of education for Dr. Oz's nonprofit. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. I met his sister. And he's like, she's best friends with our CEO. And we're doing a women's conference. You met her at a women's conference? You should help us. And I went, okay. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so I started being an associate producer and uh, kind of took off from there. <laughs> so what what would you recommend, Shay, for someone who's like wanting to break out into higher levels of service, impact, you know, like what, what were you, what principle were you activating that got you these opportunities that, that you know, opened up these doors for you? Mm, yeah. Uh, well, I am naturally somebody that's pretty quiet and would mm. tend to be a wallflower. Wow. And uh, it's been a constant thing for me to continue to push myself into situations that are making me uncomfortable. Yep. Um, and so going and volunteering and driving and flying to a location that, you know, I didn't even really have the money to do it, but I knew it was going to help me. Mm. I pushed myself to do it. Yeah. Right. Like speaking on a stage that ended up opening up the door to my first associate producer role, I did not want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and all of my friends were like, no, you should do it. New year, new you. That sounds fun. You should talk about that. And I'm like, I, what? Who? What? Uh, okay, here I go. Um, so I would, I would activate and put yourself in situations that make you a little uncomfortable yeah. because it's in that yeah. uncomfortable feeling that you really start to own more pieces of who you are. Wow. And with that piece, um, opens up the door for incredible opportunities to come your way. Wow. You know, I, I think this is beautiful. There's a lot of people I'm going to, I'm going to like love on you, po podcast listeners, um, a, a, even, even event attendees, um, you know, people who study, watch videos online. I love you. And it can be really easy to stay safe mm -hmm. behind the screen, behind the earbuds, even, you know, people are producing content on social media, like even me, right? Doing, doing this 12 hour live stream. Like there was a part of me that felt like, man, am I kind of playing it safe doing this 12 hour live stream and not really getting out there and doing live events. Right. And so, you know, thankfully I have people around me who challenge me to get outside of my comfort zone and dream bigger and put on events. So it's, it's super awesome. And, and I need help, you know, like I don't have all the answers on how to do that. So I'm just, I'm so grateful because we have people like you, Shay, who can facilitate us taking those next steps, even when we don't know how, even when it's uncomfortable, it's scary, but you can be that, that thorn in people's side, so to speak, that says, Hey, I know this isn't who you want to be forever, right? You don't want to stay here forever. You don't want to just keep coaching people online. Or you don't want to just kind of stay in obscurity. You, you mm -hmm. want to make a bigger impact. You want to leave a legacy. You want to make more money. You want freedom. You want all these things. And so I, I just think it's so awesome that you come and presence us with this conversation because there's people out there who like your soul is ready to leap to that next level. And mm -hmm. so here's, here's the reminder that you are enough, you are capable and you just got to take the next step. So right. I, I just appreciate this conversation. Yeah, well, and you don't have to be like leaps and bounds ahead of everybody yeah. to be sharing your message, mm. right? Yeah. You just have to be a couple steps ahead. And as long as you have a way to support them and move them through and share your story, 
you're still of value to millions of people out in the world, thousands of people, right? As long as you're just helping one that day, that's worth it. You know, the whole starfish story of like, made a difference to that one, throw it back in. Made a difference to that one, throw it back in, right? You can be that difference to people and events allow you to do that. And it also helps you up your game. I love it. So you became the assistant producer. Tell Mm -hmm. us about your uh, evolution from that point. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, huh, this, there might be some merit to this. What should I do next? Mm. And I ended up attending an event that they were saying, hey, come and we will help you figure out your business, your niche, um, help you get speaking gigs in your own backyard, and we'll help you figure it all out. And I was like, well, if I don't do this, then what am I going to do? So <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> the golden opportunity. If right? I turn it down, if I turn uh, it down oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck in my little 600 square foot dark apartment in, you know, the downtown area of California. And I'm like, Bleh. okay, another moment for me to go. I don't want to, but I'm going to. Yep. Um, so I went to the event and again, you know, like I'm still kind of broke. Right. Um, (laughs) I, I go and I, I didn't have enough money to stay at the hotel. So I had just started dating somebody and I, he lived in the Bay area. The event was in the Bay area. So I'm like, can I like crash on your couch and (laughs) go to this event back and forth? (laughs) And he's like, uh, sure. Okay. Um, (laughs) He's like, I don't know who I've started to date, but okay, great. Right. <laughs> and, and I go and I just finished the Dr. Oz event. I had, you know, some money coming in from that. Mm-hmm. I go to this event and they're like, yeah, if you're interested, you know, we have a year long program. We'll help you get set up. We'll find your niche. We'll help you get, the, you know, all of these things in place. And I'm like, oh, okay. I am $500 shy of making this deposit Mm. again if I don't do this what am I going to do (laughs) and so thankfully um the guy I was dating goes I believe in you I will lend you the $500 and you can do what you need to do so I get started um the program ended up helping me figure out that you know I'm a Reiki master so I'm an energetic healer Um, I run and produce events, you know, I just did this one really large event. I've been doing events forever. And how do I incorporate the two? So they helped me figure out that you should do kind of both bring in the energetic side of running and producing events with grace and ease and, you know, helping them with all the logistics because you also get that piece of it. So your very grounded presence will help the you know, transformational leaders that tend to be very visionary and kind of float around a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, that sounds cool. And then they turned around and they said, Oh, by the way, will you run our events? Wow. And I was like, okay, great. Yes, I will. (laughs) So you, you were in a program to figure out your niche and be able to host your own and facilitate Mm -hmm. your own events, so to speak. And then yeah, uh, speaking gigs and how to get out there and connect with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then in that teaching program, they said, by the way, we love you so much. Come, come do it for us. Yeah, exactly. And then from there, uh, they referred me to all of their friends and colleagues because they're like, She's helping us crush it. Um, you should chat with her. 
And I've been a completely referral-based business ever since. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is, that is epic. <laughs> okay, so you really, you dialed into the energy aspect of it as well as the logistics aspect mm-hmm. of it. Um, how, have you, how have you seen your, your business, your mindset, you as a, a provider, as a person evolve since mm-hmm. like getting started in that? <laughs> well, I see it as there's like a couple of phases in business. Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously phases within phases, right? Yeah. So the first phase of business that I see is like, you're just starting out, you're getting going. Your objective is to go out there and make money and be of service and help people get results, like yep. crazy awesome results. Um, after you do that for a bit, then you can start bringing on a team member and you can start leveraging your time and you can start looking at doing an event. You can start looking at doing a retreat. You can, you know, have more people start to help and assist you with your message. Mm. And so I've done essentially the same thing, right? Go out there, rock events, crush it for my clients, help them make, you know, six figures in a weekend. um, And do that enough times that now I have the income and the support and the foundation and, you know, all the systems in place that I can bring on help for the back end of things, right? An admin assistant, things of that nature. And now I've gotten to the point where I have business coming in that I need to duplicate me. Yep. Right. And so that's kind of the next phase of business is duplicating myself. And that's where my certification program came in um, to really dial in people that are interested in running and producing events, but don't have the systems in place. It's Mm. like, here, let me give you all of my systems and show you how I do it. And then I've already got leads coming in. So help me work them. Wow. That's amazing. And I I love that, like the phases that you mentioned, because I think some people can want to jump to a a phase before they're ready, right? So first go get people those results, transform lives, add value, get people sharing about you, get the, Mm -hmm. you know, flow of income coming in and then say, okay, how do I expand my team so I could take the things off of my plate that I don't love to do Mm -hmm. so I can stay in my genius zone and have people do those other tasks that are a lower dollar dollar value per hour. And as that grows as the team goes grows you get more of like the the back end support and then you got so much demand coming in for you it's like i can't facilitate all of this work so how do i teach people to do what i do at the level that i do it or at least close to it right no no one's ever going to replace shay come on let's let's be real (laughs) let's be real come on let's be real (laughs) so like teach them to be at least proficient you know great great at it and like you are bringing in the leads, you've built the brand, you've built the reputation, people are referring to you. So it only makes sense that you can refer people to those who are on your team, who you trust, who you vetted and help them create a livelihood for themselves and make an impact themselves. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You hit it spot on. Yeah. And so, so great. I love it. I love it. And it, it's, it's simple, but I think a lot of people overcomplicate things. You know, there's, there's the yeah. minutia in each phase, but like stay in the phase and stay in your own lane while you're there. <laughs> it, that, that is really the thing though. Yeah. Right. Cause I, I will have people come to me and be like, I want to do an event. And it's like, okay, great. Do you have any clients? And they're like, no. <laughs> and it's like, well, then what are we doing at the event? Well, that's how I'm going to get the clients. And it's like, well, yes. And you need to like share with them how it's going to happen. If you don't have a program in place, then how can you know that it actually works? Right. And so it's like they're leaping and, you know, swimming and things before they're even like crawling. 
So it's like, stay in the phase that you're in, rock that phase. Yeah. And then let's move forward. Mm. It, it can happen fast, but rock the phase you're in. So good. So good. This is great. So I want to talk about live events for those people who are ready to rock and roll with live <laughs> events. Uh, what do yes. we need to know about, you know, from the very beginning of saying, hey, I want to do a live event. How do we proceed from there, Shay? Uh, well, so if they're coming to me and saying, I want to do a live event, yep. I'm now turning it back around and asking a bunch of questions, mm. right? Because I want to make sure that it's actually going to be worth your time, your money, the energy and the effort. Because you can lose a lot of money mm-hmm. on events if you're not ready. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I don't want people right. to fall into, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, um, I have a client who ended up doing an event. This was before I even met her and connected with her. Um, you know, she had some success in her business. It was time to do an event. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's like, oh, I can, I can DIY it. I'll do it on my own, Right. I've got some team members. I can handle it. Um, I want to do a 50-person event um, over three days. Um, I'm going to get a hotel room. I'm going to tell them, you know, 50 people, they're all going to want to stay there. So I'm going to need 50 rooms a night for the three days. And, uh, you know, they're going to charge me this much for food and beverage and, you know, all of these kind of fun logistics and contracts that you get to go into mm-hmm. when you're wanting to run your own and host your own event. Mm-hmm. So... The thing is, you, my, my leaders, my transformational leaders are geniuses at what they do. Mm-hmm. They're not geniuses in hotel contracts. Like my team and I live and breathe this all day, every day. It's like, whew, it's a bit much sometimes because it's a lot of like legalese that we have mm-hmm. to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do it because we want to make sure that our clients are protected. Yes. So there is a difference between rooms and room nights. Mm. Okay. So also there's a thing that you want to make sure like not everybody who comes to your event is going to pick up a hotel room and not everybody who picks up a ticket is going to show. Mm. So you're going to have attrition. Okay. Uh, Even for, you know, a 50 person event, you're still going to have attrition, 20 person event, you're going to have attrition. So in this contract with the, the client before she was my client, she's said, I want 50 rooms a night right? So 50 rooms a night versus 50 nights in her hotel room block. And I don't remember the the exact number, but let's just say she ended up having uh, like 30 people pick up a room. Mm -hmm. So that means she was still on the hook for 20 more rooms per night. So that I want to I want to make the distinction so that our audience knows, because if you just say Mm -hmm. 50 rooms, what's Mm -hmm. what's the difference between that and 50 rooms a night? Okay, so 50, 50 rooms a night means if your event is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. people are going to pick up a room the day before, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they will leave and check out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So 50 rooms a night would be 150 nights. Okay, mm-hmm. versus if you said 50 nights, you would take those 50 and divide it up over the three nights. Yep. Okay. So she was on the hook for 50 rooms a night, 150 room, 150 nights over her event. And she only booked, uh, you know, like 90 of them. So the difference she had to pay for out of her own pocket. 
60, you know, 60 nights of, right. of whatever the hotel's rate was. Tens of thousands of dollars Man. because of the not knowing the difference. And of course, the hotels are all in it for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They want to make money. And if you're going to fill their rooms, they're going to say, okay, great, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to tell you, oh, are you sure that's okay? Right. Uh, is, is that really what you want to do? It's like, no, 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 no. Um, also we do things with our contracts is we add in special clauses, like Mm. a noise clause. Mm. Um, so for instance, let's say you're doing a meditation retreat. Mm. You don't want to be next to a big wedding party or a big band that's going to be playing. Right. (laughs) So we put noise clauses in the contracts to make it so, you know, should, should a wedding come up, they don't put that wedding next to our room. Or if it is coming up, then we can have the conversation of like, okay, let's actually, we can move things around a little bit or adjust it. So, you know, it can still be a win-win, but they are contractually obligated to tell us if something's coming up and they can't book things in there if we're first. Wow. Wow. So that's, that's like something that people wouldn't even think of unless they had had that go wrong at their mm-hmm. event <laughs> right and then you've lost tens of thousands of dollars and you're like i'm never doing an event again oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I, i've i've been to an event where there was like construction going on while yeah. med- meditation was happening i was speaking and i'm like okay how do i work this into the meditation and mm-hmm. like you know visualize that the construction is, is the layers of your your distraction your overwhelm you know falling away just melting away <laughs> You know, like I had, to, I had to be so resourceful, but like, oh my That's gosh, creative. that wasn't there. My guy mm-hmm. would have been so much better, you know, so much more mm-hmm. in the zone and a deeper impact that we would have with the, the attendees. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I mean, you're a pro, so you can incorporate it in, right? Yeah. But it's like, how great would it be to not have to worry about doing yeah. that? Yeah. Because, you know, we could then go back to the hotel and be like, either you fix it or you're paying us because you're inconveniencing us and this impacts our bottom line. And that's why we're here in the first place is to help our bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the legalese, that's, that's a place where people stink, um, stink at negotiations, I'm sure. Cause they just, they aren't familiar. They aren't familiar with the tricks and what, yeah. what, you know, hotels might try to get away with because obviously they're in it for their best interest. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to do their best to make the most amount of money off of you. That's that like, yeah. can't blame them for that. It's called capitalism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so just like you prepare your clients to handle those kinds of things because you do it. You do it for them. We or, handle it for them. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you know, we, we, we have the ability to send out what's called a request for proposal out okay. to a whole bunch of people versus picking up the phone and dialing and saying, Hey, do you have my dates available? Do you have my dates mm. available? Do you, you know, like to every single person that you want to have, you know, your event possibly at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we can blanket send it out. We also, because the amount of business that we do with the hotels and venues all across the world, my team, and I, we partner, um, we're able to leverage other programs with one another, Mm -hmm. right? So it's going to happen. Something always happens with an event. So events are like living, breathing entities all of their own, right? So you just expect something to show up, whether it's like you forgot your, your outfit for day one, or, you know, the hotel's trying to walk your people because, um, they're full or, you know, something's going to pop up. 
And because of our contracts and how much business we do with the hotels, we can leverage certain things and then we can also call them out on certain things. Mm. So if it's a small, you know, 20 person, 50 person event, we're not a whole lot of money to the hotel, but because we're partnered with uh, my team, we're going, yeah, but you also have another contract that's 400 people at your hotel. Mm -hmm. And I would hate for you guys to screw this smaller 50 person event up and possibly lose the business for 400 person event. So let's see how we can make this work, Mm -hmm. right? We have that negotiation power and leverage that we can bring to any size event. Wow, that's so, so it's like really, you have the added value, not just of helping someone plan an event and make sure it's profitable, but like your connections, your experience, your track record, your multi-deal nature, you know, that you have with these different hotels and venues mm-hmm. allows you to just be more flexible, more resourceful, more yeah. able to handle, you know, situations, distractions, crises that come up during an event so that like everything can go smoothly. Yeah, because that's our goal. We want it to be done with grace and ease where Mm. you don't even know it's happening in the background. Like that's the best bit. (laughs) And, you know, you don't find out until, you know, the the closing ceremony when all of the team is together and we're Mm. breaking bread and we're having a celebration dinner. And, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, just so you know, this kind of happened and came up. But we had it all handled. And you go, I didn't even know. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes, so that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> taking care of those those challenges, that's like such a big benefit. I want to talk more about the clarity of the event and making a mm-hmm. successful event too. Like mm-hmm. in terms of planning and, you know, structuring it and the pricing offers, like what, what do you support your clients with around that? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of different things. Um, one of the, the biggest questions that I end up getting is like, how in the world are we going to fill the room? Mm. <laughs> and it's it's like oh but it's just a 50 person event well yes and mm. how are you going to have those 50 people show up and we also need to account for attrition so you need to have over 50 tickets out in the world mm. to, in order to have 50 people in the space so what we end up doing is we end up creating what's called a ticket map And a ticket map allows you to see, you know, like the first column is the ticket source. You know, are they, are you sending out an email to a webinar, you know, Mm -hmm. to your email list? Are you doing a sponsorship on somebody else's stage? Are you doing a speaking gig on somebody else's stage? Mm -hmm. Are you um, asking for referrals? Are you looking to uh, market it to your list that's already purchased maybe a smaller program from you, like a $47 or $197, you know, dollar program from you? Mm, Are they coming in from joint venture calls, right? Like all of these different ways of having tickets out in the world, we list all of those out. Mm. Okay. And then we take a look at, okay, so how many people are going to show up to the webinar of the email that you send out? Mm. So let's just say 30, 30 people are going to show up to a webinar that you're going to do. Now, we know the percentages on average of how many people on a webinar are going to convert to picking up a ticket, okay? So it's 10%. Mm -hmm. And so if you have 30 people in the room converting at 10%, that means you have three tickets, okay? It's a start. (laughs) It's a start. It's like it's not 50. It's a start. (laughs) 
so, Break, breaking ground. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's why we do this because yeah. I see people coming in and they're like, it's just 50 people. Well, you're actually talking to a lot more than 50 people yeah. to get them to, you know, go, Oh yeah, that's actually for me. That's a really good fit. I totally want to mm. come to the event. Yeah. And so we break it down. So then it's like, Oh, now I see I, I need to do four webinars before my event in order to get 12 tickets from that. I need to do, you know, um, a joint venture partner call in order to get three tickets out of that. I need, you know, so on and so forth. And we, we map everything out and then we go, okay, great. Here's your map. Just go put it into play. Right. Mm, if you do yes. four speaking gigs, go find four speaking gigs yep. versus like going around in your head going, how am I going to fill the room today? Huh? No, I know exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. I need yes. to find five speaking gigs to yeah. find five speaking gigs. I need to talk to 20 people or, you know, whatever the yeah, case yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so, so important because it's like, OK, what am I actually going to go take action on instead of mm -hmm. just wondering, hoping, putting hoping, out content? Praying. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Just putting out content on social media, hoping that some people see it, you know, and, and buy the tickets like, OK, well, is that an effective strategy? Why don't we do something that's proven and, and mm -hmm. map it all out so that we can be confident in it? Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like now you have the map. And so you're like, okay, great. We know how to fill the room. With that, we also put in there, um, bring a friend. Hmm. So everybody who picks up a ticket, you want to offer them to bring a friend. Okay. And so you'll end up getting uh, like a 10% of the people that purchase a ticket will invite friends to come. Hmm. So that's a good one to not forget to do, right? Hmm. If somebody's coming, they already know somebody else that's probably in the same situation as them that could use the information they're going to learn at the event. Let's invite their friends. Yeah. Okay. And now they also have somebody to um, be like, oh, yeah, we're going to this event, right? And then less likely to back out. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love yeah. it. And that's, that's so powerful. Uh, and of course, again, the only way you know that is because you had experience. How to, what does it actually take to fill the room and put butts in seats? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like if you're wanting to have a goal of 50 people in the room, mm -hmm. you need to have like 65, 70 tickets out in the world yeah. because of attrition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then you just go ahead and put the plan into place. So ticket map is a huge one on how to start filling your room and really looking at the numbers and not mm -hmm. being, you know, having an emotional attachment to it. It's just, mm -hmm. okay, I need to go get five speaking gigs. Okay, let's go make that happen. <laughs> yep, that's that's it yeah it's like really not being stuck in terms of emotions but rather mm -hmm. just go do the thing that you you know you're supposed to do which i, I love and also we had joe ask a question in the audience who oh. said any tips for negotiating room space without the budget getting out of control uh yeah okay so let me let me um dive a little bit into hotels so they look for three things for their revenue and their bottom line they look for heads and beds, mm -hmm. you know, guests sleeping nights. Yep. They look for meeting room space and they look for food and beverage. Okay. okay. Now I am not a big fan personally of paying for meeting room space. Mm. That is not a value to my client, mm. right? You're just essentially paying for the, the room and it's like, eh. 
I would much rather if I'm spending a thousand, if they want me to spend a thousand dollars on meeting space, Mm -hmm. I would rather have a thousand dollars in food and beverage Yeah, because then I'm giving an experience Mm. to my attendees. I can give them coffee. I can give them a snack break. I can, you know, do a VIP lunch. I can do something along those lines and give value to my attendees, which raises the experience of the entire event. So that's one thing I would do when I'm negotiating is taking a look at how many guest room nights am I looking to book with the hotel and how much uh, food and beverage, you know, am I going to be playing with? Because I don't want to pay any room rental. (laughs) And they might come back to you with that. Like it's a thousand dollars for room rental and it's a thousand dollars for food and beverage and Mm -hmm. pick up, you know, a block of, uh, 10 rooms a night for 30 nights. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Then the negotiation happens. Mm. I can take a look at, well, that's fantastic. I'm already planning on doing um, a reception on the night of day one and coffee breaks on all three days. Yeah. That's going to cost me probably $2,000 plus plus. I'll tell you that in a minute, mm. but it's, it's going to cost you, you know, 2000 some odd dollars to do that. I'm going to go back and say, I don't want to pay room rental. Let's move it over to food and beverage and call it even because I'm going to pay it anyway. Right Yeah. now plus plus this is a hotel term that a lot of event hosts don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reason being is they'll put in their contract, you know, it's $2,000 for the food and beverage. You're like, okay, I could do $2,000. That's not a big deal. It's $2,000 plus plus, meaning tax plus gratuity. And it ends up being probably like 35% on top of the $2,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so just when you're doing your budget, mm. make sure you're aware of what those percentages are. So you can account for that in, in what you're actually going to be paying. Yeah. And when you're talking to and negotiating, you're Mm -hmm. saying, I know you're going to charge plus plus. What is that rate? Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I know we said 2000, all I have the budget for is 1500. So Mm -hmm. you either work with it or you don't, you know, that kind of kind of thing. So you Mm -hmm. can just be aware of it in the negotiation. Yeah, exactly. And um, just so you know, like coffee and tea, hot water, it's like a hundred (laughs) dollars. Hot water is like a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's insane. (laughs) So if you go to an event and you see somebody that's offering coffee and hot water and tea, bless them. Because they just spent a whole lot of money on some hot water. <laughs> yeah, especially like the the free networking or mastermind events mm-hmm. at like hotels or you know whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like when when I see that, I'm like, wow! <laughs> like you really you invested in the space, you invested in like yeah. this, like went above and beyond. So it's it's really really awesome. Um, just knowing, being in the know of like what is going on behind the scenes, yeah. so that we can be prepared for that stuff. So uh, I want to talk about you know that's that's about ticket sales and. And I'm sure you also strategize with your clients about like the offers at the end or, you know, how to, how to expect profitability, uh, both at the beginning and ticket sales, as well as the back end as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we tend to have a formula if you're going to be doing a one day event, a two day event, a three day event, Okay. even if you're going to do, you know, a half day event, there's certain 
the longer you are with somebody, the higher offer price point you can ask for at the event, mm. right? Yeah. So if you are doing just like a four-hour workshop, mm-hmm. um, you've only spent four hours with them, right? Mm-hmm. Granted, they might have known you from social media and seen you before, but you've only really spent four hours with them. In those type of situations, I would not be offering a $10,000 package to work with you. It's like, hi, nice to meet you. Let's get married. (laughs) No, thank you. Shay's like, I'm taken. (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. So it's like, oh my gosh. I don't even know you. Why are you asking for $10,000? I'm too freaked out. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So in that situation, it would be better to maybe offer some type of strategy session or way for them to get mm-hmm. on the phone with you one on one. So you can have a deeper dive conversation and see if, you know, it's a good fit on that extra one hour call because it's all about them. Mm-hmm. If it's a good opportunity to then offer your $10,000 package. That makes more sense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing a one-day event, I wouldn't make an offering um, more than four thousand okay. dollars. If you're doing a three-day event, um, I have clients that are offering ten thousand dollar packages, twenty thousand, fifty thousand dollar packages. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the longer you're with somebody, the more opportunity they get to experience you, experience the coaching, experience the. Um, the pieces that they n- now are aware of and see that they don't have handled, mm. right? Mm. So the way that we structure the event is we end up giving them content pieces that ends up saying, okay, I know you're coming in with this issue or this problem or this pain point that you want to fix. That's why you're showing up at the event. Yep. And I'm going to deliver upon the event promise, right? I'm going to tell you how to find speaking gigs in your own backyard. I'm going to help you, you know, uh, show you how you need to lose 10 pounds in 30 days, right? So we give them the, the information. Mm-hmm. You, what I would refrain from is don't be afraid to keep all of the secrets, mm. Okay. Just like the example earlier of people can go buy a song on iTunes, but they'll pay a heck of a lot of money to be backstage VIP getting yeah. to meet you in person. Yeah. Okay. Same thing goes for your events. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, you will have a percentage of people, even if you tell them all the secrets in the world of everything that you do, you will still have people that want to purchase and get to know you through your programs and your packages because they need the accountability. Yeah. They might, I mean, Google, you can Google anything. Mm. It's already all out there, Yep. but it's the accountability and the handholding and the uh, tweaks and adjustments that you can assist your clients with in your program that they will not be able to do on their own. And that's why they're really paying to connect with you. Mm. Okay. So don't be afraid to give your secrets away. Yeah. And what what I also hear is like, we have a uh, quote unquote moral obligation for when people come to the event, we give them what we promise them. But we also know that after they walk out those, the doors, Mm -hmm. they're going to be back to their usual ways, overwhelmed, lost, Mm -hmm. distracted, whatever. And so to continue the the transformation, to continue to really make the impact, we get to forecast 
What are they going to get stopped by? How can we create a solution here and now and make sure that they embark on the journey with us so that we can protect them through those like pitfalls and stuff that's going to come up after the event? Right. Yeah. I mean, because you're only having three days with them. Yep. You can only give them and teach them so much in three days. Yeah. And when you offer a solution, another problem pops up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. You're like, OK, great. I know how to find speaking gigs in my own backyard. What do I say? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like yeah. I now know who I need to go talk to. But what do I say to them? right? A new problem pops up. <laughs> yeah. And, and not only that, but like, once you have like a script, like, or whatever, know what to say, are you doing it effectively? Are you actually right. implementing it effectively? So to get that feedback and accountability and handholding is so valuable today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then also with the structure, um, you know, like on a three day event, we place the offer in a certain period of time in the, in the three days. Mm -hmm. So then we can also then um, deal with just people in general, um, the way that they receive information, the way that they process information. You have people that know right off the bat, yes, it's me. I'm in. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Wham, bam. Then you have people that are like, I need to sleep on this. I need to talk mm -hmm. to somebody. I need to chew on it a little bit more. Yep. Um, and then they step in the next day. Um, and then you'll have people like waiting until the very last minute and they go, okay, great. Let's do it. It's like the end of this event and they've yeah. been like thinking about it, churning it over their whole time. Like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Yeah. What am I going to do if I don't do it? And then, oh my God. <laughs> Exactly. Well, so that that's like super strategic, super like, you know, scientific evidence based what mm -hmm. actually works to get mm -hmm. people to pull out their credit card and sign up and when. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's all in their best interest. Right. Yes. We just yes. know human design. We know how people work. We know what's going to best serve them. Mm -hmm. It's never like an icky, gross sales conversation or anything. It's we are presenting an offer and an opportunity. You are totally in choice. Whether you want to move forward or not, we know a percentage are going to. Yep. And those are the ones that we want to, you know, step in and support because they're the ones that are like, I can't keep doing it on my own. Mm. Please help me. And it's like, yes, I want to work with you and help you out. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's so, so good. So Shay, is there any other final piece of wisdom we, we must get out to our audience about live events, about mm -hmm. being successful with them? What else we got? Yeah, um, definitely. You do not need to have a large 200 person event Ooh. for it to be successful. Yes. Right. So it's like, I, I have clients that have 20 people in the room mm -hmm. and they make $150,000 in three days. Yeah. Right. That's 20 people in the room. And it's really intimate and they get to lean in and they get, you know, high level touch and service from you. And then they go, I need this in my life in order to help me with X, Y, and Z. You're supporting them, you're serving them. And so they say yes. And so it doesn't have to be 200 people in the room. You can do it with 20 people. That's, that's a really big one. I don't want you to wait and be like, when I get to this level, I'm going to hire you. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> we just need to be really strategic with yes. how it is that you're setting up your event, setting up the ticket map, how you're going to be making your offering, when it's going to happen and have the right people in the room 
And that's what's going to make all the difference because when it's all said and done, you're here to be a transformational leader. Yes. So let's help you be that leader and support these people going forward because they're waiting and looking for you right now. And Don't you, wait. You have uh, certified event producers who can help people right now. How, how do yeah. people get a hold of them? What are the next steps with that? Yeah. Well, the best thing to do is to let's take a look at where you're actually at in your business. Mm. If an event right now is what you should be doing. Um, and so what I would love to do is just offer a way for people to, you know, let me know where they're at in their business. Okay. Um, give me some details, hop on the phone. I can kind of dive in. Like I can take a look at your, your business and go, Nope, not now. I need you to do X, Y, and Z first, mm. then come back to me. And then we can take a look at doing an event. Cause I don't want you losing money. Mm. And then others, I could be like, Oh yeah, let's, you are totally ready to do an event. I can see you doing a two day event. I can see it looking like this in this type of group of people and so on and so forth. Um, and, you know, get you started and moving in the right direction the fastest. So they, they need to know where they're at and like, what are the next steps to take? Because like we said, we don't want people leaping before they're crawling. <laughs> <sighs> yes, exactly. And I don't want you losing your shirt. I want you to keep all of your clothing. Um, <laughs> you know, so let's, let's find the optimal type of event, depending on where you're at in your business. Um, so it can be the most profitable for you and figure out what that looks like. Beautiful. And how do they get access to, uh, you know, you and taking this next step to find out where they're at? Yeah, the best way to do that is to go to eventprofitidentifier.com. Yeah, shakalaka. <laughs> eventprofitidentifier.com. Go there now. Find out where you're at on your journey so you can take that that next step, whatever is the proper, appropriate next step with you. And Shay, this has been an absolute blast. I, I just so okay. appreciate you and uh, the the value that you're bringing to experts, coaches, speakers, leaders, you know, people who want to get their message out in the world, podcasters. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just, I think it's so special to take it from just digital and online into the in-person mm -hmm. space where they can like truly have transformational conversations, you know, huge profits because we're serving people. We're making a massive difference in their lives and we deserve it. We deserve to get paid well for what we yes. do for our business, for our, our, our you know, livelihood. Uh, we deserve it. And people yeah. listening, you hear me? You deserve it. You deserve it. Let's make it happen. We're making it happen, Shay. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you and we will see you soon, okay? Thank you so much. Appreciate it. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employee.com 
escapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>